Hey everybody, this is Peter from the Spinner Rack. We also have Calvin Ellis, ready to rock. And Mars out there killing it. Today we are talking about James Bond, No Time to Die. And and we find in the end, no. (laughs) The spoilers will be in the later part of this thing. We get, we know that this is the last uh, Daniel Craig Bond film. He's out chilling. He's with his girl, and then he's going to. Of course, this they've had to tie into the brother movie. His his his, his wife Vesper. He has to go see her. She's like, you know, his girlfriend is like, you know, we gotta just cool out. You just gotta cool out and like move on. This and he's like, yeah, no, I'm just gonna do this thing. We're here. We see everything going by. You know, people are moving on. They're burning these lights. Next thing you know, he goes to the, the he goes to the the mausoleum, blow, explosion. Then of course it's a run. Cool scene, cool action scene. He knows his girlfriend set him up. Girlfriend has secrets. It's bad, bad, bad. But that doesn't stop him. This James Bond, he is loyal. He is loyal to almost a fault. He's with his girl. He's like, yo, you turned on me, but still I ain't gonna let them kill you. I'm gonna let them almost get to your neck. But at the same time, I'm not going to do that. But, of course, he has to go back to Jamaica after all this. He gets through all that, goes back to Jamaica. You know it. <laughs> so before we get that, I'll just give you that intro to this. We're going to lead Tim into some stuff with the FBI, with Felix, and lead him back to His Majesty's Secret Service, going to get back in there and get back into Vesper. And then this new villain that's hinted in the early parts of the film. It's a really sort of wacky villain who we see who can't die initially, but this will lead to his girlfriend, all these things set up. So, Cal, what do you think? Because I want to talk more about this James Bond that is loyal to the babes. He's the bad boy, but he's very loyal. The first James Bond that is loyal to a fault. Mm. Well, what can I say? I never cared for Daniel Craig as James Bond from the first movie on the way through. Uh, you know, I, I agree with people that Casino Royale was a good movie. I really like the chemistry between him and Ava Green as Vesper Lynn, but I never really cared for Daniel Craig as James Bond. I thought he lacked charm. I thought he lacked wit. You know, I thought a lot of the qualities that I had come to see in a James Bond actor and in a James Bond film, he lacked. So I went into this film after four films, which were pretty close to Batman films. And this was the strongest James Bond film, I thought, of the five. This was the closest to a James Bond film at the end of the day. And you get all the stuff that you were waiting for. You get the, you know, you get the gadgets, you get the car. Uh, unfortunately, yeah, he is a little, he, he's, he's a lot more loyal than I would have. Uh, <laughs> he's a lot more loyal than I would have liked. There was that nice little scene in Cuba where she's like, oh, yeah, next time you come, stay longer. I was like, yeah, not this guy. <laughs> Not this one over here, but they played, uh, they played up a lot. You know, they played up a lot of the, yeah, I, I don't want to say classic, but the, uh, the fundamental Bond aspects of the film. They played up a lot of that. I thought it worked very, very well. And then they killed him at the end. So I always find stuff like that very contemptuous of your audience because if anybody, if you really followed this particular part of the franchise, and you liked it all the way to this point, and then they kill off the character now. You know, it, it's very presumptuous because we know there are going to be more Bond films. And they tell you that James Bond is going to be back at the end of it. 
So why are you ending it this way when you, you know, you finally get them to the point where, okay, we, we, we got the fully realized bond and they love doing this nonsense. We're going to break this character down, build him back up. And then once we get him to the point where he's recognizable, now we're going to kill him. And hey, we're out. You know, so it, it, I always just find that very contemptuous of the audience. But aside of that, I thought it was, you know, I thought it was, yeah, I, I, this was the closest to a fundamental bond. I thought they executed very well on all levels. Yeah, I, I had no issues with it. I thought it was very enjoyable. And I'm thinking that there must have been a ton of reshoots because this is not the Bond movie that they were promoting. They were promoting a, the movie that they were talking about uh, with, uh, I forget the actress's last name, just know her first name, LaShonda. And, you know, she's coming in, new Bond, this, that, and the other. The stuff that they were playing up, especially in the trailers, it, you go to see the film. It's not that at all. It's, so I'm thinking that they must have gotten some criticism did a ton of reshoots and, you know, in order to uh, correct whatever it was, didn't go well with the test audiences. And we got a very, very strong uh, James Bond film. Well, Morris, any thoughts? Oh, you mad at us again. It was better than I thought and worse than I thought. I have, it's a mixed bag because one, you know, some of the other Bonds had so much promise, you know, the set pieces, that mystical piece in the last movie, oh my God, I just love the look, I love the cinematography. The, 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 the one when he was in the snow and the, the M, and it was just off the chain. I just thought that this one was smaller in scope. Daniel you know? Craig did a good job, but, but, and I have to say, but, you know, I just didn't feel connected to the, 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 his white, um, the baby mama. Okay. Yeah. This is there's going to be a um a spoiler. Baby mama. I didn't feel connected to that, and the villain I couldn't connect to the villain. I didn't think the villain was. I think I, this portrayal of a messed up, disabled um villain just wasn't didn't catch me. I need someone who's bigger than life, you know. And the doctor no, who comes into a room and he is magnetic and he's going to dominate his goal there. This guy's like. Huh. You know, even his brother, and this is the problem I had with the last week. The fact that everything comes back to his brother, the whole thing comes back to his family. It just, it just, it just was too much, was too neat to bring everything back like that. But continuing, you know, overall, it was, it was a decent bomb movie. I wasn't totally disappointed. I just, I'm glad he died. I'm glad this is over. <laughs> I like, I like, I like, I like, I like what's in it. I like Daniel Craig. Yeah, yeah. One of my favorite movies was The Layer Cake. Yeah. Oh yeah, that's really good. Yeah. But kill it. I liked him in Knives Out. So he does have range. I mean, he's done a lot of other things. I think he was in Doom. I think he was in a couple other movies. But I'm sure there's other things. My thing though is just I'm glad I didn't really like this whole interpretation of how things went. And I'm glad it's over with now. I want to go back to big spectacle, superhero monsters, uh, super villains who are super villains. He's, they try to make it such a like down pat more realistic but did you ever really believe that um that the saffron was ever really a threat that he was a no. criminal genius that he was a mastermind no there's none you know i mean his brother in a cell does more than this dude did the brother in a cell was still running um what's his name specter specter and he was taking people out you know what i'm trying to say yeah. He had a, a devious plan. And I'm like, wow, that's cool. He's in a cell. Not, and I particularly did not like his brother. Yeah. But I, 
the very fact this is the number one movie out of Hollywood this year. Number one, you know, which is, is surprising. Um, you know what that means? Back to press with Daniel Craig. They'll be like, nah, buddy. <laughs> You're not going anywhere. You're coming back. But he's running, he's running. He can't come back. He's been killed. He's dead. He's done. Benito. He's not and dead. The, the missiles hit and he was blown clear of the blast. Or, or Q gave him a special... Q gave him a special watch with the force field that once the blast hit, neutralized all of the nanites, and so now he's good to go. Look, the problem I have, Q is so understated. The, the, the stuff he's given him is something we've always seen. We want to see new stuff. We want to see new stuff that, that is good and, and, and over, over, you know, just over the top. This is just what, like- you, you didn't like seeing Q wait, making dinner for some guy? <laughs> uh, <laughs> no, I didn't. No, I didn't. <laughs> Q, right. I don't need to see. I, I don't need to see Q making dinner <laughs> for his boyfriend. I need to see Q giving him some top level gadgets that are going to help him get out of his scrape. I don't top need to level. see Money Penny coming over to sort some stuff out either. You know, this is you know get these guys get them back to the sidelines where they belong, except for the, the points where they need to interact with James Bond. They don't need their own stories. We don't need to know about their lives. They're not crucial to the story with the exception that they help Bond and that's it. But those are some of the missteps that I thought they did with the series where, okay, we, you know, we, you, you want to give many, Money Penny some backstory, no problem. This is how she ended up being in the office. No problem, done, over, Bond, you know, back to Bond. But it was still on Bond. It didn't really go into Money Penny. I don't know what you're talking about. They had no, I didn't, no, I didn't care. I don't care for all this stuff where everybody's got I mean, we, we see more of these characters. Some of these characters are supposed to be behind a desk. You know, we've seen them too much. And then when I do see them, they're not filling their role. If I'm seeing Q. I don't care that Q can come over here and chop tomatoes well enough to, you know, make a, you know, make a great salad. You're supposed to be giving this guy the high-tech technology to take these dudes out so he's not being infected with nanites in the first place. I, well, I didn't mind. The thing is, I didn't mind him being at the house because he was doing. He could do everything at his house that he could do in the office. So that stuff was cool. And um, but the problem is when he get back and say, "Hey, once you got the nanites, you can't get them out." And it's like, wait, what? Like, <laughs> like you're not even gonna try it. And the same when he got to the end where he's like, "Oh, now you've got infected with the stuff that's gonna kill your girlfriend and your kid." You know, so you know you can't go see him. And it's like. No, he would just go back and like we got to figure this out. <laughs> it's a, or you know, I, you know the so I'm, I'm, I'll be more important to you guys alive than dead. Nope, it's just a loyalty to a fault. I don't want to even chance the possibility of killing you. And then after he, you know, he's been hurt by her. You got the freaking Cuban chick. You got the other agent. He's supposed to be smashing both of those chicks and then maybe he gets back with the girl when we find that gee, she's not that bad. Like the whole thing is set up from the bag, all three chicks. And they're like, nah, you know, even though she was, um, she was, um, uh, she was dirty. Girlfriend? Huh? Ben Affleck's girlfriend? Well, that's Ben Affleck's girlfriend for now, for this week? Oh, the ex girlfriend. The one from Cuba. That's, she's, what happened? I thought he was back with J Lo. Oh, X, X, X. Who? The, the one girl from who, Cuba? Well, the Cuba one, Paloma, I believe her name is. Okay, so that's, that's Ben Affleck's X now. Okay. So, like, he don't let nothing, he don't leave nothing on the table. He, he bags them right when they first get in. But ultimately, that's the thing, one of the things where it's like, they're doing something for the female audience, since obviously 
James Bond, which they try to trick you and believe that, oh, the women are the sex symbol. Now the women have their James, who's a loyal, dependable guy who can flirt with girls, but at the same time, he can he sees them as, as hey, you're a your new ingenue agent. You got a little like sort of a sprite sort of, you know, like a, like real lively personality. I'm not going to break the fourth wall and take you to bed. I'm not going to break that, open the door and go to bed with you. I'm going to respect you as a person. Nah. <laughs> You got to take both of them chicks when, when that when the Jamaican girl takes you back to the room. That's what happens. The whole thing is set up for that. I don't, I, we know it's a set up to meet the agent, but James is going to bag that. He's not going to waste no time from the motorcycle ride in. That That's what, from the bump, from the time that she bumps him, it's supposed to be something supposed to happen. And that's what was supposed to happen. And they're like, nah, we don't, <laughs> we're not doing that. We don't, we know. No the, time. Hmm? No time. No time. They got enough time to cut from that. Next thing you know, go home. Next thing they're getting out of bed. All right, what's the plan? What is, what is Q? <laughs> what is M1? I know what you're here for. Well, this, see, that, and the we other. Had some, we might have had some time, but we had to waste time with Q cooking. <laughs> we had the whole, they didn't have to do the from, the from the ride. From the ride, you cut from the ride. Next thing you know, getting out of bed. All right, so what is, I'm, I'm not coming back. <laughs> I mean, but it's, it's also a little weird that, you know, he didn't do a background check of his uh, his baby mama. What was her name? Dr. Madeline Swan. And mm-hmm. see who she was. And that he would have found out, it didn't even seem it was a very hard thing to find out that her father was Mr. Wright, you know, an assassin, you know, from what I think it was Casino Royale. Didn't he know that from the first mo- Didn't he know that from the last movie? No, he movie? didn't know. That's why he was so upset. Like, oh my God, you, 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 you beat me. You, come on. You know, and she was hiding the secret. You are a spy, bro. You are a spy. This is your job to know. Anybody you encounter, you should be doing background checks on. You know what I'm trying to say? Mm. Come on. From the way I they guess not. Hmm? I said, I guess not. You know, so that to me was like, it was just too obvious. It's like if, you, if, if it would have been a different story where she was the adopted daughter of Mr. White, that's something else. You can't see it's not a connection. But she's a freaking biological daughter. Mr. White is dead. Who's your parents? It doesn't say they're hiding the name or anything. Nowhere there do they tell us he was hiding. So I, I, that to me was like, it's it just to me that overall it was a decent movie. I said it's entertaining, but it just left a lot of stuff to connect, like the Mr. White connection, which is a good idea, but then you, you, you pay it off to try to make a connection, but then you don't explain like how he misses it because he's a master spy. No? He's not a frigging... Uh, um, what do we call them in the United States? Operators. The operators are Delta Force, you know, um, you know, the Navy guys. Those guys are just soldiers. You say, hey, go kill that over there, you kill it. Okay? You're not expecting those dudes to do full background checks on people. A master spy? A master spy? Come on, man. Well, I'm gonna go one step further. You have master spies and then you have James Bond. Well, he missed this. Hey, I'm, that's what I'm saying. You got the double O's and then you got James Bond. James Bond is like the one that everybody else is looking up to. He shows up. Everybody knows who he is. They're always trying to kill him. He's always getting out of it. This guy is supposed to be, I mean, th- this is the pinnacle of the master spy at the end of the day. And he's dropping the, and he's dropping the ball here. But, you know, overall, again, I still thought it was a close, it, this was the closest to a fundamental Bond film that they had done. Thought it was an, enjoyable. Glad to see Daniel Craig go though. But here, but here Felix, Felix, goes out to me 
the sucker way. Again, another master spot. The less said about Felix Leiter, the better. I like Felix But he wasn't really, he was more of the connect. He wasn't like the guy who goes out there and fights. But this is a guy who knows what's going on. You know, he's saying being set up by the other guy, and uh, okay, yeah, I get you. It's yeah. like, yeah, get easy, you know? Oh. Yeah, yeah, and definitely. Guy, I'm like, oh my God, you have to watch out for the third guy. You always watch out the for the third guy. The way he went out was so, I mean, the way they took him out was pathetic. Yeah. yeah. It was really, you know, it's pathetic because we never, we, we don't really get to see, he doesn't really do anything. Most of the time he's sitting down giving Bond some information, and then the first time we see him actually in the film, he's dead, like in the field, he's dead. It was terrible. And I agree with Pete. Probably he's not a field guy, guy, but he's. Oh, a- I mean, I mean, I'll go back to you that it was the idea of having like to get off those lines where he says like James Bond did do some funny lines with the guy who's the blonde, but then next thing you know this guy is up to you know up to par with James Bond, and they, they didn't they didn't figure that this guy was that he was he was that in the cold that they couldn't figure out nothing on this guy. It's really. Um, Felix, really I always thought Felix Leiter was supposed to be the American counterpart of James Bond. That we never saw Felix Leiter operate, but this guy was supposed to be like James Bond, but American version at the end of the day. That's the way I always took it. Once they yeah. did these films, Felix Leiter looked like he was always two years from retirement. But he you never know, really that, did anything in the other. Uh, he really, he really just gave he really gave sort of information to James. Like he was yeah. like really the American connect. I always took Felix Leiter as the American equivalent of James Bond. That's how I always took it. They never showed that, but that's how I always took it until they started this series. And then it became more like, all right, they're going a different direction with them. Then I'm thinking, all right, fine. We get to see him in the field and he ends up dead. What did he do in the other films that would lead you to believe that? He was a lot of Just the fact that, yeah, but no. I mean, he shows up. He shows up and I think there's one, maybe, what is it? I'm thinking maybe the... Maybe one of them when he shows up in there, he's in there for a little while longer. Because Felix Leiter is the American contact and he's the continuous American contact, you know, I always took it that, okay, they're not just going to connect them with anyone. It'll be top level to top level. It's just not going to be some subordinate dude. This is going to be somebody on James Bond's level or at least the American counterpart because if anything goes or anything of this nature, we got to know that this guy can handle himself and get out of the situation because Bond's always in trouble. So, you know, that's how I always took it. Now, yeah, other people could just say, "Look, he was just—he was just there to, you know, provide information." But that's the equivalent of Daredevil going to Rosie's bar and beating people up and getting what he needs out of Turk and Grotto. So I never no. took it—I never took it for that. I took it differently because I figured, hey, you know, you know, the British, yeah, the British are James Bond, but the United States have all the the money, the connects, the satellites. So this was it, and this was his friend. You know, this is one of the few people we can see in the movie that we didn't think would ever turn against Bond, right? Because this was his friend. You know, and he and he trusted him on a on a, on a personal level. The only one consistently outside of the British, and whenever he needed something or the other guy needed something, he always came to Bond. So that's how I always saw it. Well, in the same like almost in the same run of movies, he was always just a different guy, and James Bond had been the same. So it was sort of like it was a uh, somehow James would always pick him out of the lineup, but it was just like Sean Connery's James Bond, and he's got like almost a different Felix, like every movie. So it felt like it was more like a, like a, whereas this series, they kept him as a one guy with the other ones. And it wasn't just from Sean Connery to, to, um, what was that thing? From, um, to uh, Roger Moore. It was like across the board, this was just a guy that would pop up and be like, hey, <laughs> and he, and it was cool how, 
um, James would recognize him, even though he was never the same guy. It seemed like that's one of the hooks I kind of wish they kind of went with it. You know, I like Jeffrey Wright. I thought it would be like, hey, just some other person picks up that name and like not different from James Bond, who's always at least consistent. Felix is always kind of like, oh, this is the guy doing the Felix job now. So anyway. The whole thing with the American and British relationship. The British always say they have a special relationship with America, right? So mm -hmm. whenever you needed the, the guy to give you more information or, or, or to help you or, or push, push you in a particular direction, this was the guy. It's the device in the story where it's like, you know, the, the, the main character doesn't know what everything is, but you have somebody out there who can say, hey, this is where you need to go. This is what you need to do. And that's why, you know, he was always the friend, at least the, the more current. I think he was in all the movies or at least the source of information. Yeah. So I don't yeah. know if he was a field operative, but uh, he probably he was, but he was. I was always thinking like probably past his prime at one point. And why is he in the field? I mean, he's in the field per se, but he's not necessarily. You have you have different people in the field. You have guys, like I said, the operators, like the Delta Force, uh, the who go out when the government sends them to do stuff. They just shoot, point and shoot, you know. Then you have, you know, um, the, the the like him who's out there just making connections. You know, the the classic spy guy making resources and names and stuff. That's his stuff, you know. Then you have different. Oh, no, that sounds like the first guy. He that, that sounds like the first guy who was a. Uh... Like he was definitely then the first two movies. There was a cat that uh, James Bond was linking up with who was definitely out of the field, and he gets back. But once he gets back into the field, he ends up dead. So I'm always thinking if you're in the, you know, if you're in the field, you got to be. You're, you're not putting people in the field who aren't capable or who are past their prime. They even went the same thing with Bond. Oh look, you lost a step. Your, your knee is bad. This type of stuff. You need to get out of here. And he again shows why no James Bond. You know, even when all these other, I'm I'm never past my prime of James Bond. But I'm thinking anybody he's going to liaise with has to be somebody you know, at least on, at least approaching that level, if not there, but I'm in the minority, I'm in the minority on that one. Yeah. One last thing before we go, what do we think about the Blofeld? I mean, I, I, this is, this is to me, one of the most troubling things. What do you think about the whole- Him being the brother, I never liked that. I never, never liked any of that stuff. But then he realized, then he realized that it wasn't, it was somehow, they, they did try to clean that up in this one saying that there wasn't a connection because they're like, oh, they're brothers, then actually doesn't die at the end. So it's like, okay, it's not that. But, you know, I don't know. What what else? I mean, I'm not a, that big a fan of Christoph uh, Waltz. It was kind of just the easy choice for it too. So it wasn't, and I like that Blofeld kind of changed every movie as it went along too. So, but anyway, what were you, what are your thoughts or, or Cal on Blofeld? Blofeld for me was always Telly Savalas. Sorry. Okay, so we move on past that. My problem with Blofeld's story, and I go back again, this guy is so jealous of James. James Bond's adopted by his father, fostered by his father, that he's so jealous of James Bond is able to do everything. You know, he's athletic, he connects with his father, that he decides he wants to become a homicidal <laughs> murderer and to take over the world, creating Spectre. That to me was like, whoa. That is like some serious frigging leap, you know? And that's uh, Chuck Norris and the Karate Commandos. <laughs> I, I, to me, that's, that was the problem I had. So um, I just couldn't get over that. But um, again, once again, it was a decent movie. I wouldn't knock it. I mean, I have some knocks, some serious knocks, but overall, I, I kind of enjoyed it more than the other one. I think the other one I felt like it was forced thread. The last movie was this. Oh, this is what's supposed to be. Oh, this is what happens. Oh, this is what. And I was just like, oh my gosh, please give me a break. So I'm just glad 
But but what about next? What do we think should happen next for the next series? Who do you think should be the next James Bond? Where do you think it should be? I have my ideas about it, and I'll I'll, I'll tell you guys in a couple of minutes. Okay. So I'm no continuity. A different movie. Yeah, different. No, like no every movie tying into the other one. Keep it loose. Play it fast and loose. Have fun with it. No, I don't think that works now these days. So the people oh, are, none of that stuff. When there's continuity, people come to see the next one. And because of that, so I can see the reason for a continuity, but does it have to be five films long? All you need is to have the characters playing the, the roles be basically the same as far as, far as James Bond, MQ, Money Penny, go off. You want You already did enough out of Spectre. You, you ran Spectre in the ground, so now you got to go find some other villains and have some more. Just have fun with it. The money is there to be made. You know, what, what do you think, um, Cal? Uh, the only person who I actually liked for the role, based on what I saw him do in uh, The Man from Uncle, was. Henry Cable. I'm not sure if that's going to, I don't know if that'll ever happen though. So uh, just get, you know, go with somebody new, fresh face. Mm, Henry Cable, yeah. I mean, I heard he's British, you know. They have Aegis awesome. Elba, which of course people are moody, but I don't think that's going to happen. They have a new guy. Um, oh, God, please, anything but that. Yo, know, I think he could, he, he could definitely, he has a swagger. Or you can go to one of the Indian actors, you know. Uh, I just I don't want him. No, I don't want. Uh, I just want just let James Bond be white. Thank you. I don't want the whole thing that comes along with. Uh, I don't want the whole thing that comes along with the race change. You know, I just I don't want people tuning in. You know, for anything other than James Bond. James Bond is white. Just let him be white and be done with it. Plenty of other characters to play. I don't know. I feel that, you know, just get the best actor for it. Whoever can bring the, the people to watch and it's a good story, I think it'll work. I'm more concerned with the story. You know, um, we had, you had a white actor who it didn't do that well. You want to just make sure you have a good story and a good actor, a lead actor. Yeah. I think you can move well, that. We, I think you can move other, if you're really looking for a leading man, it has to be English. There's a lot of other English guys you can go. But um, my big thing, though, is that I want to see more stuff. I, I love the international location. That's why people go to Bond. You know, but develop it like the story when they the last movie. I thought you do just one scene in in Jamaica and just one scene in um in um in, in Cuba, and then all these scenes in that damn island at the very end. I'm like, oh come on, give me a break, man. <laughs> We've seen this island like so many different times. They got they got to come up with a different vision and 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 and, and change it up. We've seen that. Let's say something a little different. How many times have we seen a deserted island somewhere in some unknown area? Change it up. Make the damn capital like um. Um, um, Luther did in the in the basement of the, the, the your headquarters is underneath New York City or for, for something. You know what I'm trying to say? You know, do you can only have. I mean, you can, in, in all fairness to them, you can only have so many secret layers. You can only have so many places. Eventually, you know, I mean, they've gone to space. You know, they had oh. a secret layer in a in, in a satellite. You can only have so. Eventually, you're going to run out of places. You're going to use the same places over and over. I know, yeah. I mean, like, go back to Moon. They haven't been to Moon Raker in a while. But that was, you know, that was even the, you know, people saw a place in your heart. It's mainly trying to get to the star, the Star Wars audience, and they did. They, <laughs> they, we know what it was about. It's like let's throw Commander Bond out in space. Let's have some fun with it, which they did. They clearly did. 
And they, they'd love telling us he was Commander Bond, like he was, you know, commander of a spaceship. Commander Bond. <laughs> yes. That is true. Commander Bond. He's not even a captain. Well, we're gonna have to do you don't you didn't want to talk about the money. Why not? But Bond Bond, you know, started at what, fifty million, opened fifty million, killing it now. Black Widows made more on its open. Now Bond is killing Black Widow. And uh, well, the Eternals came out last. Um, I think it opened in the middle of those two, not doing anything. Still hasn't caught up. There's a chance it could catch up with Black Widow. But we'll get to, I guess we'll get to the Eternals I think later. It's a I think it's a testament to, well, you, we got the whole million what's going on. People wanting to go see a film, but also this film, really tacking closer to what the, the Bond, you know, Bond movies are. And then I don't know if people came to see him die. I hope not. Yeah, but then it becomes all right. It's so, uh, this is where I, this is where I never understand why they want to make so many changes because people are not coming out to see this movie, you know, for the changes. They're coming out because it's a recognizable character and people are like, all right, let's see what James Bond is up to this time. Mm -hmm. No, I, I mean, look, we gotta understand that it, with James Bond, it's probably done more overseas than they've done in the United States. Okay, it, I'm looking at the numbers. You have um, here. I'll probably shoot this to you right now so you can see it. It's um, the numbers are such that James Bond is killing it internationally. You know, and so was Fast and Furious. There's a market there, especially because of the pandemic. I just sent it to you. Um, so it's a different. It is, it's a different world now. There's no billion dollar movies right now. But um, you have fast, fast, the fast. Saga. James Bond's getting close to it, though. James Bond's supposed to break this week and overcome um, the fast future. It'll be number one. Um, you have Godzilla, the four sixty-seven. What is this movie? Battle it. Those are the Chinese movies. They're Mom. just like we don't need y'all. We'll just make our own movies. What's yeah. High, what's High Mom? Another Asian movie. <laughs> They're just like. Keep y'all trashy movies. We got our own movies. No, don't. We got our own trashy movies. Don't tell me Venom is kicking Shang-Chi's butt or Shang-Chi's butt. It's kicking us behind. Yeah. Numbers are very similar if you look at them. The domestic Shang-Chi is the highest one, but in the, uh, in the, in the international, hmm. well, interesting, right? Wow, Kong and Godzilla. Ugh. Oh, goodness. The international market. If you can't do well in the international market, you're not going to do well. I mean, take a look at um, Black Widow. It's 183 domestic. But when you look at the, uh, at the at worldwide, it, it wasn't as strong in other countries. Well, which, which one, sir? Sorry, say that again. Black Widow. Yeah. Domestic is well, if, we're, if we're looking at the numbers for James Bond, if you, you know, if you guys, if, you know, if you're the head of the James Bond people, now it's time to go forward with the direction. What do you see? You know, you've made a successful James Bond movie that tacked closer to the actual fundamentals of James Bond. So going forward, what do you do? Do you keep with this grounded stuff or do you go back to, you know, or do you, you know, give people a good James Bond film? It's clearly a huge audience for James Bond. And what I would do is, you're right, we probably tack more to the, to the, to this particular type of film and probably keep the cost down to boot. But, um, you know, I just saw this movie and it still had people in the theaters. It was like, what, a couple weeks ago? And it still had people going in the theaters to see it. 
But go to domestic for a second, Petey. What? You want to see that? You see go it right to, there, right? Go domestic to your left. Go back to your left. Up there. Go to up, 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 up. Here we go. You're playing this. It's going. You see the X? It's going. Give it a second. Okay. What do you want to do? Yearly or something? No, do it by um, gross. Did you click it? I did. Okay, click it again. Black Widow's killing them. Kill it again. I hit it. Did you see it? Black Widow's killing them. The number is wrong. That's just not. That's not. Big. He said this is what it is. Look, Turtles is doing good. They should do more Black Widow. Are <laughs> you about date now? Which one do you want? They'll be doing more Black Widow, just not with Scarlett. Go down. Go down. Go back to worldwide again. Go back to worldwide. Sorry. Yes. Scroll down. Go back to worldwide. It's going. There you go. I ordered domestic and sorted by that. I did. No, no. Do, down, we really down. Need, down, down. do we really need to give the people these in in the weeds numbers? Yeah, we need to give them because we got we got. If P was a little bit more uh, faster with the numbers, you know, you had the domestic. Go back to it. I went. It's yeah, another so by date though. He's doing let's, by. Let's, let's go worldwide. Go down. Go down. Go down. Go down. Go down. Go down. Not one, there's nothing going down in there. Oh, not this. You, you got to go across. Go to worldwide, then go straight down from there. Oh, I'm going to kill you in a second. All right, to your right, to go, go. Up, 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 up. Go up. down. No, it's, uh, I was already all the way up. All the way to the title. Stop it. Which says, well, go down a little bit, 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 go down a little bit there. Go across to your right. Go across to your right, to your right, to your right. I, I, I don't believe this. <laughs> Why do you want me to go this way? For what? So where it says domestic right there on that blue, the blue one. Yes. Gee, you wish. Yeah, click on that. You said domestic, the thing is up there. And this is what I wanted to do. So you see how Shang-Chi all of a sudden becomes the number one movie in the US. It's uh, US don't matter. Avengers, this was it Avengers proved that they released that before we got to even see it. But money is money, right? Let's talk about this domestic thing. So what I'm saying is that even though they may not be the worldwide, there's certain movies that have done very well in the United States relative to what they could normally do. The United States box office is clearly depressed relative to what it was in the world. Before it would be almost like 40, 50% of the worldwide amount. And it's not even hitting that, you know? Yeah. And the point of this is? Oh, the point of this is, is that, you know, we can't just live alive with the numbers that we're seeing now. We have to also be realized that the numbers, we have to go, if we go back, and the key word is if we go back to what it was in 2019, 2018, you know, this may be a whole new reality. You may have to start including numbers for what they get in, um, 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 demand when they when they put these from on demand because bond just got added to the new demand um, online demand so you know point what do they call it pay per view yeah pay per view so it's a it's a different world than what it once was before and it's much more complicated because something may do well domestically but doesn't do well internationally and vice versa you know or it's something may be better at going directly to um to, per, uh, what do you call that per um um, on demand, what do you call it? Uh, pay per view. 
I mean, like one movie doesn't even show up here. Is a pay-per-view movie was one by this guy, um, the guy who did um, the President is Missing. What's his name again? He did something called Greenland. And I thought that was an enjoyable movie, big disaster film. Mm-hmm. It was number one in pay-per-view. Yeah. All right. Yeah. All right. We find out right now. But I think the money is there to make some more James Bond, and um, you know that worldwide, since Disney and everybody else is interested in the worldwide numbers, and it keeps it been keeping the Fast Five afloat, the Fast and Furious afloat. So Godzilla versus Kong. Yeah, yeah, that's another one. So it's like we stick with. Um, well, I already got out of it. But yeah, um, there's money to be made. Um, you know, what's the problem though? Free Guy, which is not even, um, it, most of his money, like two thirds of his money coming from overseas. So that's it. All right, so, all right, let's wrap it up. So go go see James Bond. We think, depending on who you are, you may or may not like it, um, but it's a good end to the series finally. And we're hoping a whole brand new thing comes up, a new franchise. Based on numbers, we think that Bond has to be more open to the international market. It is open to the national market. They just you get some better. I agree. Look at what they did in um the well. The hard part of doing that is doing what the Mission Impossible people have to do to to really figure it out. You got to say, all right, where can I shoot? So I can't write this script. I got to figure out where we can shoot and how does that relate to the rest of the world. So let's get the location first, and then we can ride around that cool location, you know. But um, or are they recreated like I think one of those Pierce Brosnan ones? They made it a little too hokey. The Ice Hotel, the Ice Hotel should have been really like a, a gritty sort of thing, and they turn it into something where James Bond could drive his car through and go around and around. And I was like, Yo, y'all, you went too far. <laughs> the Ice Hotel is something simple. So anyway. Ready? Spin around. Out. Out.